one. Hi. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Res Hockey. I'm Trev, and with me as always is the this this <laughs> version, the Trudy Three Borat. What's up, Bush? <laughs> nothing, nothing. I just thought I'd do my pat, my uh, trade. Well, no, it's like it's not my trademark. That is your trademark. Well, unless I do the the, the uh, stereotypical niche greeting when I say that with the tongue sticking out. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a good one. You should. Yeah. So what's up? What's going on? Not much. Uh, it's Monday. Had a little bit of snow. That's about right. How's Mild the, still. It's great. How's the shoulder injury? Shoulder is bad. It's, I was able to finally lift it above my head on its own with it. Is it your left or right shoulder? My left. My left oh, shoulder. Oh, so you can still wipe your, your measy. Like I still wipe my Meezy, yes. In Cree, Without... we say Meezy, but like Ojibwe. It's a hard Z sound. You guys, yeah, you guys say Meezy. Yeah. So it's pretty much the same. Yeah. Meezy, Meezy. Meezy. That's good that you, you don't need help wiping. <laughs> <laughs> but you're getting at that age. Well, we're at that age now. Like when we yeah. get hurt, it's going to last for a long time. Yeah. Just. You've been off for like four or five weeks from hockey, eh? Yeah, yeah. Now I totally understand when uh, when a when a basketball player gets a cramp and they got to be carried off. It's not we're not that bad. We're not basketball <laughs> players. I, I know, but uh... <laughs> the light came on. But, uh... <laughs> you got ghosts in your house. I'm ghosts in my house, but. Uh... No, this is the first week I'm able to lift up my arm without any pain, any discomfort. And I've been fighting to go to hockey. I'm just kidding. No, I've been talking to Sue a lot about going to hockey. She's worried that if I get hit the wrong way, which probably could happen, I tweak it again and I'll be out for another four to six weeks with an so, upper body injury. Okay, here's a question. <laughs> if you go to hockey on Thursday and yeah. I skate at that same ice at the same time, would you get mad at me if I hit you in the corner and yeah, on because, the boards? Be, because you know about my injury. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're targeting it. What would we call that? A Matt Cook? Yeah, Matt Cook. <laughs> I'm going in to injure you and well, just like when uh the when the flames were targeting dry saddle last year in the playoffs, when you got that high spraining he's the Kings. Yeah. And then the flames are uh Kicking uh, his leg or the same leg that he was injured. Remember, was that last year or the year before when Chara broke his jaw? Was that against Vancouver Vancouver Canucks? When was that? Remember, he broke his jaw in the playoffs, but he still played. And I said, no, this was against St. Louis a couple of years ago. And I said, if I was on St. Louis, I would go against Chara and I'd punch him right in the face. I'd punch him right in the jaw. So it would take him out of the game. And boom, there goes your number one defenseman out. It's not or you could accidentally follow through with a pass and raise your raise your stick in a cross I mean, check to to protect him. I mean you're you're playing to win the Stanley Cup. So you do you'll do anything to win the cup. Even if that means punching a guy in the jaw to take him out of the game. Case in point. When the when the hair when the hair when the Carolina hair I can't pronounce it. Are you still sad? The Carolina Carolina I I can't the Carolina Hurricanes won the cup. 
you watch every game one, you watch Andrew Ladd, he ran every goalie in game one to set the tone. He did. In a way, you 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 want that warrior, you do what it takes to win the cup. He took out exactly. he took out Dwayne Rolson. And they end up and winning I, the cup. So you I I think you... if Rolson had not been run, I think uh I would have been cheering. I would have still been celebrating. Yeah. Any means necessary to win that yeah. cup, right? Absolutely. Look at Claude Lemieux when he uh totally destroyed Draper's face. Oh yeah, when he hit him from behind. Yeah, when he hit him from but that's like it's, it's it's almost unwritten in your in your when your coach tells you, okay, you guys, you gotta do, you gotta play hard, you gotta do what you want. And if he gives you a look, the type the type of player that you are, then you do what you gotta do. So Even if it means invoking the wrath of the so whole if NHL. I want if I want to win Thursday night hockey and I want to yes. win the scrimmage and you're on the other team, do I take you out just for that oh, win? Yeah, you take me out for the <laughs> for the win. When there's no refs or no scoreboard. <laughs> Yeah. Just push you hard in the boards. <laughs> yeah. And people, these are like uh Kuwait and Arena where we play out of. It's the old school rink where the boards yeah. don't shake. No. It's the like real glass too. So <laughs> when you get hit along those boards, you're gonna feel it. So yeah. just make sure it's your left side. Yeah. Jack. Love you, Sue. Trevor loves you, Sue, but I don't think he loves me when we're at different ice. <laughs> <laughs> Any means necessary to get that yeah. even if it's just scrimmage. Yeah. I still write my stats on the calendar each after each game. <laughs> I still got my notepad for stats on the bench. Yeah. Trev plus two, two assists. <laughs> yeah. Put your uh, voice recorder, eh? Yeah. Set, compare third shift. Did this and that. Okay. I'll uh, put one on my phone and I'll listen to it going to the rink on Thursday. <laughs> Make sure. To hit Bush. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, welcome to episode 71. It is yep. January 23rd, 2023. And uh, who's our guest for this episode, Bush? Our guest is... Oh, wait. Our guest, Hales. Actually, it's in Hales, yeah. Um, he, he's from Thunder Bay. He, he's a Thunder he's Bay from, boy. He's a TBA boy, Northwestern Ontario. If you're from Toronto, where he's northern Ontario, but you know that we're not going to go there. His name is Brad Belial. And the cool thing about Brad coming on a show, what guess what him and Bush have in common, other than they're awesome hockey players. <laughs> I went to school in Bemidji State with his uncle Teddy Belial, and Brad is currently a player. For the, uh, for the Beavers. Beavers, yep. So we're looking forward to catching up with Brad and talking some puck, and yep. I'm sure Bush will ask him, is uh, this bar still there? Is that teacher still there? And what they're not? called professors. I... Professors, yeah. Sorry, Miss Mr. Big to- Big Shot uh, Tommy Oops. Boy. <laughs> Freak. Professors. They're all the same. Teachers. Professors. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking with Brad and Seeing what he's up to in good old yep. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, not, it's, it's not that far of a drive from T-Bay. No, even from like International even Falls, Kenora, Fort, yeah. Fort Francis, what, an hour and a half? Two hour, hours? Hour and, a, hour and a bit, hour and a half. You get that street. There's a street stretch from, I can't remember, Little Community. Like Little Falls, eh? Little Falls. Falls. Little Falls to Black Duck is pretty much straight. So it's like you're going on an interstate. Uh, um, <clears throat> I mean... Um, 
you know, back in the day, I hear drivers could do about 150 kilometers an hour on that on that straight stretch, but not me. You know, I was a law-abiding citizen. Going 55, would, 55 miles fi- per hour, which was, is 90 I, kilometers. I, I did about 57. I was not going to lie. So, yeah, looking forward, like yeah. we said. Uh, Cubs of the Week, Cubs of the Week for Episode 71. As Mr. Zarek Dysart Waterman. Yeah. Um, Zarek is 15 years old. In the summer and the fall, he's a junior rifle, uh, junior shotgun, and hunts with his family. In the winter, he's in the air rifle to stay stay sharp and focus. He has taken the air rifle well enough to earn a spot on Team Manitoba and is representing Team Manitoba at the Canadian National Junior Air Gun Championship in Nova Scotia in March. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And Zarek, uh, his father... Is a a bro of the show, Mister Trev Dyson. Yeah, Dysart. So I was telling uh, his dad, Trev, message me, and, and I told him uh, we should take uh, his son hunting, and that we'll just sit back and relax and get his son to shoot all the geese and all the mallards <laughs> and ducks. <laughs> so that's awesome, and <laughs> just sniping. That's pretty just cool, though. Eh? So uh, good luck Just in Nova Scotia in, caliber. in March at the Canadian National Junior Air Gun Championships. That's really neat. That's like uh, when you say pull and you just uh, the disc shooting, I'm guessing. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You'll probably need like six bullets just to get one disc <laughs> if you ever tried. <laughs> hey, man, I played Call of Duty. I know what it takes. Yeah. <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. Uh shoutouts. We haven't done shoutouts in a while. Do you have no we haven't? Do you have any? No. Neither do I. That's odd. So, that's odd. We haven't been really keeping up with that. No, we gotta no. we gotta do it. Uh shout outs to everyone what watching. Yeah. Listening. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, thanks for joining in. On this cold, well, it's not that cold. It's about minus it's 10. It's really mild. It's nice. It's supposed to get really cold this winter. I mean, this winter, this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently that, that, uh, the vortex air is coming back this way. So it's going to be like minus 20s without oh, the wind. That's going to be horrible compared to what we're, we're used to right now. I know. It's like, been single digits. I know. Normally this time, it's, it's like, nice. oh, it's going to be war- it's, it's going to warm up to minus 25 this weekend. Oh, my <laughs> God. Um, There's been a lot of drama, man. Vancouver Canucks. Oh, boy. With the firing of Bruce Boudreaux. Yep. And the hiring of Rick Pocket. Rick Pochet, yeah. Um, well, what's your opinion on, on the way that the management handle the Bruce Boudreaux situation. I think it's horrible. I think it's your team owner. Any general matter. It's your team owner. You got to... <sighs> but I think there's some players on Vancouver that don't... that didn't really buy into what Boudreaux was trying to sell. He's a, he's a player coach, though. Player just, coach, though. Like, how can you not want to play for a player coach? Yeah. Right? That's They're, true. There's so little of them in the 
in the league now. And there's the coaching. There's there's a rarity with a, with successful coaches, and it's hard because you look at John Cooper for Tampa with with what he's done for Tampa Bay. Like that's really like look at what they did with uh, Chicago's coach. They didn't renew his contract after you or, or they didn't reward him to to be the highest paid coach, even though he won like three cups in out of how many years, right? Well, what's what's his name? Uh, the guy Quin- with the mustache. Is that Quinville? No, Joe Quinville. Yeah, Joe Quinville. Yeah, like what I did to Chicago Dynasty, oh, and oh. then the management didn't pay him, but but they paid uh, uh what's whoever. I would yeah, I compare a Boost Boudreaux to a Ted Dolan. They're player. Yeah. They're oh, a player yeah. coach, right? And players mm-hmm. love to pl- to play for those kind of players, but but if the, but but again, but, but the manager rumor on the street was uh Hasek didn't like Ted Nolan and the owner liked Hasek better than Ted Nolan. It was more I guess I heard that it was more John Muckler than anyone else. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I mean there yeah, there was rumors that Ted did did a lot of things, but I guess Ted said they weren't true, so mm. but yeah, I mean like Bruce Bruder was over five hundred his record. Yeah. He had a winning record yet they still they still fired him. So I don't understand <laughs> that. And they hire a guy who's never who coached six years and five out of those six years he never made the playoffs. I know, I know. So how do you about. how do you figure that? Yeah. Like let's I don't understand that hiring. Like when he coached the coyotes, they were garbage. Yeah. Well it looked like you look at Todd Mc, Todd McClellan. He did okay with the Oilers. Had the same core. They they didn't like him anymore. Lost. They, he got fired. Look what he's look what Todd McClellan's doing with LA. He's yeah. he's he, LA's believes in themselves now. Like like and they're he good. Did, <laughs> and he did good in San Jose too. Yeah. Except he lost when they were up three nothing in the playoffs. That's awful. <laughs> yeah. But uh, how do you think that's the new coach is going to affect yeah. Ethan Barrett's playing time. Um, do you think he'll still be that number five, six defenseman, or yeah, given so. or given a bigger opportunity to play? Yeah. I think you'll give him. Yeah, it's good though. Like Ethan's been playing three on three overtime, which is yeah, which he hasn't done in Carolina. No, so he he's uh, I think he was the second defenseman on. The last time I watched the Vancouver game, which is, and he kept it simple. He just passed it to a forward. Sometimes, oh, yeah. sometimes less is more, man. All you have to do is make that one outlet, just... one outlet pass on boards. That's it. You do your job. I would like to see someone on a three on three just take a slap shot and just ice the puck. <laughs> <laughs> just dump it. Yeah. I still want to see an NHL team take. Pull their goalie on a three on three and have a four on three. Oh, advantage. like the KHL. Yeah, the KHL their style. Do you think a team will do that? I think they should. I think they should try an exhibition games when it doesn't quote unquote doesn't mean much, but just to see what you can bring, just to see how 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 keep away you can bet. And it just, I don't know. I think it'd be fun to see. I wonder if teams will do that, say, the end of March, beginning of April, when they're really oh. fighting for a playoff spot where every point counts. Yeah. And they're t- and, and you want to take a gamble, pull your goalie. Or like the bottom, like the teams that don't make the playoffs that 
that doesn't matter. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be, that'd be fun to see. Just to see. Okay. You'll have puck advantage for the whole overtime, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> like you could cycle a puck and cycle a puck and just totally wear out the opposing team. To yeah. Just gassed, right? Next time you go to an NHL game, you should uh, take a sign and right, pull the goalie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'd be funny. It would be totally. So, yeah, it'd be uh, yeah. So hopefully, Ethan gets some playing time mm-hmm. with Rick Talkett. But they they hired uh, who did they hire? Adam Foote and was it Gonchar? Sergey Gonchar. So those are two uh, two defensemen that were that were really deadly back in their day. So, but Ethan Bear's not really. A Gonchar style player uh-uh, or no. an Adam Foot type player. No. So where does he fall between that, right? Like he's yeah. kind of he's kind of in the middle between a Gonchar and an Adam Foot. Well, for well, for one, I think Adam Foot outweighed him by about 15, 20 pounds on the D line when Adam Foot was playing. Adam Foot, not that big. Adam Foot was one of my yeah. favorite defensemen back in the in the nineties when he played. He was good. It, you know who I really like? Played for the others is Boris Miranov. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. Did he, play, did he play for the Leafs too, Boris? Um, maybe I don't I know. Think I, so. I, I just know in the in the years with Oilers or the mid '90s when the Oilers had their playoff rivalry with Dallas and Colorado, Miranov shut down Sakic and he shut down uh, uh, Modato. Like, like he and he, he had he a lot of him, those he poke checked. Yeah, he's good. He had a lot of overtime assists. I remember. Mm-hmm. And he used to wear those ugly coal gloves. Worse, <laughs> <laughs> Miranov. Yeah, he used to play for the Leafs before he got traded to uh, oh, okay. Toronto. Boris Miranov. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Okay, I got a question for you before we, we uh, head over to our interview with Brad. This is okay. about res tourneys, res teams. Oh. Uh, what do you do when veterans on the team? Don't want to leave the team for say younger oh. guys. They don't want to give up their spot, and they they still think that they can play at that high level. But they they their their level of play has fallen throughout the years, and they're still holding on, thinking they can still play at that level. Like, what do you do? Like, is there a nice way of saying like, um, I think it's time to for you to get off the team and give a young guy a chance, or either way the that player will be butthurt. Right? Oh, yeah, they are butthurt. It's pride. Yeah, it's pride. They're very, yeah, it's their big eagle. Like, you gotta, like, the writing's on the wall, right? Yeah. You, if, if you find yourself huffing and puffing after every shift, and these kids are coming off, and they're not huffing and puffing, that, that, that they're ready to eat, that they're ready to jump out on the next one, and you're just sitting there still catching your breath, you gotta realize that, you know what? Maybe I should go to the next division up. <laughs> Down, you mean? Or yeah, for the age age group up. <laughs> Do you think it's going to ruin the team chemistry too? Like saying, thinking about this guy wants to stay on the team, so the other players are going to think this guy doesn't deserve to be on on our team because he's he's not as good as mm-hmm. he used to be. So now, like he's just wasting a spot. Where so is oh. that going to ruin team chemistry and split yeah. up a team if if it uh, comes to that? No, they're um, well. See, I've I've got I've gotten not asked to, 
to play because three veterans in their 50s and 60s are, are are still playing because they've been part of the community, even though it hinders their team to the point where they get scored on all the time. Yeah. And I and I just sit there and wave at the whole team. I'm like, hey, remember me? I'm 28 than you, but you went you but uh these guys kicked me off. Yeah. You so know. but yeah, I think it's you like even at my age, I know when it's time to to, to uh tone it down yeah. and not and be able to say, yeah, okay, it's for me, it's okay for me to walk away from from this team now and gives give another kid a chance to yeah. to play. So a person that does is selfish when he doesn't want to do that. Would yeah, you call him I selfish? So. Absolutely. Selfish in his uh what did you say? His uh ego. Ego's in the way. Yeah. And and there's always that saying, leave your ego at the door, right? Yeah. So yeah, Cause so because in that way, uh, that in that respect, they're playing for the for their name on their butt, not the not the crest on the on the jury on the front or their right? community. Yeah, yeah. True. Oh, yeah, that's an interesting uh, idea. I mean, mm-hmm. opinion, and I totally agree. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. Let's uh, head to our interview with Brad. Yeah. So uh, we'll be right back with Brad. I'm so excited. I forget what episode we're on. 71. <laughs> okay. Res Hockey listeners, this is episode 71. We are joined by special guests. Uh, Trevor has all self Bush and a gentleman by the name of Lee Belial. I went to school with his uncle Teddy back in the day in Bemidji. How's it going, Brad? Good, boys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, that's right on. I was just telling uh, Trevor how. Uh, little bit of uh, info about the town Bemidji and reminiscing about a certain um, <clears throat> burger joint that was there when we were <laughs> went to, we went to school. <laughs> Corner bar, Casey, interested. Yeah, <laughs> best burgers in town. Oh, best burgers. Are, are they homemade <laughs> patties? Burgers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brad, are you a fan of, uh, like, when I go to American restaurant and they're homemade patties, a lot of I notice a lot of Americans eat their like burgers medium rare. Are you see? I'm you, into it now. I think just because yeah. it's kind of oh. default, but I'm into those those juicy Lucy things they got now, where they got the cheese inside the middle. Oh of the yeah. Oh just, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I just say that. I think that's just my go-to now. So I just go middle of it. There's a restaurant in St. Paul where it's like the home of that. That's yeah, the, that, yeah. That. I've been there a couple of times. It's like five, like five, ten minutes from the Excel Center. Yeah. Good burgers. Yeah. <laughs> but that's 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 one thing I, I can't get used to is eating a, a burger medium rare. Maybe yeah. I'll have it maybe medium, medium well, but not yeah. medium rare. How about you, Bush? No, it's gonna be like completely completely cooked. I just I can't <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just char the thing. Yeah, yeah just char it up and it'll be good. Also with ketchup mustard. Mayo, the whole works. <laughs> the onion rings from Corner Bar. Yeah. Do they, on it, do they just slap it up with onions or what? Oh, yeah. yeah see, tri- <laughs> Trevor, you got you to gotta try it. Yeah, we're, <laughs> going, we're going on a trip. Road trip. Okay, uh, Brad, so you played junior in Ontario, BC, in the U.S. How is your experience playing junior hockey? 
You know what? It was very unique. I'll say that. And I think it is for everybody because nobody's got, you know, the same story, especially me, myself. I think I played four or five, four places. Um, I think I was lucky, though. I got to see all of North America, compare them all, different leagues. You know, as I'm older, I played in a, the BCHL. And then as I'm younger, I'm in the USHL, you know, so I kind of I feel like I grew up in the U.S., and then I I was kind of a man once I went back to Canada and then I finished it off back in in the U.S. And I think that's really what contributed to my personal success there and then how we won a championship, too. How was it playing junior in uh, South Dakota? Like South Dakota is not really well known. They have like, well, Sioux, Sioux Falls and other than that, they're not really known as a junior hotbed how was it playing down there it's it's crazy i i had no idea going into it i you know i when you agree to go there you know you look up on youtube a couple games and it looks packed and loud and the train horns are going off and i'm like there's no way it's actually like that we go there we, we so the town aberdeen is like twenty thousand people we have 2500 at our game every single friday saturday it's like a you go anywhere people know your name they're trying to pick up your tab at a place on sunday morning it's like come on here like it's crazy it's unbelievable the hotbed that south dakota is so when we won the robertson cup the sioux falls team won the clark cup in the ushl the same year so everyone was you know kind of eyes on south dakota at that point too which made it kind of cool okay so now um you currently play for bemidji state university uh how was it playing college hawk in the u.s it's probably the best experience I could have in my life. I mean, we, you go to school, you know, we're very fortunate to go to school for free or if it's you know, a little low cost, you're very lucky to do that. But at the same time, you travel every week and you go to these hostile environments that are unbelievable. Like we, we love it. We're, we're really lucky to play in the West. So we play teams like that have been powerhouses for ages, like North Dakota, UMD, the Gophers. We play them every single year. Then we may sprinkle in Mankato, who's been on an absolute tear the last couple of years and great places that no one really knows about, like Northern Michigan and like Michigan Tech. Like the, these places are great to play in. And just playing college hockey is just like, it's not real life. We always, as a seniors now, we always talk about it. We're like, this isn't real life, guys. Like we come home <laughs> every day after the rink and we don't got nothing to do except get ready for the games. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> Uh, do you ever play Alabama Huntsville? I did, and right before they got kicked out of the league, my freshman year, we played them. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. Uh, they're a different program. They they can bang some bodies, but uh, we went down there in the middle of winter one time. It was like seventy five degrees, and we were loving it because we, wow. we were going to wow. sweep them because they were just not a good team at that point. <laughs> we were like down here, six easy points, we're short <laughs> for the rink, and let's go. <laughs> we actually had a. The goalie on uh, last week's episode that, that played for, in Alabama Huntsville. Oh yeah, so, nice guy. Uh, Mark's Mark Sinclair. Then he, oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Then I he, think he was there when we played him, but uh, I don't think he played. Then he I played. Remember, I remember we did the pre scout on the goalies, and yeah. Then he played the last his last two years up at Michigan Tech. So yeah, yeah. I never knew Michigan Tech was that close to like Duluth and Thunder Bay. Oh yeah, it's that that arena buzzing too. Like they really? got their band, they they travel or they carry like a hundred and fifty person band, and like you can't hear yourself think in that place because the the seats go straight up. Um, out of all the rinks you played in, what was the craziest rink? Like what um, what was the cra- craziest student section? It had to have been the Ralph, the Ralph, yeah. the Engelstad. That was my first ever college hockey game. I'll never forget it. 
I found out that morning that I was going to be in the lineup and I had all the seniors, you know, coming up good guys or, you know, this is a good rink to play your first game in. You know, it's not bad. And they're talking about the ice sheet. <laughs> I'm like, Oh yeah, I'll be able to bang some bodies around here. And then we're why our bus pulls up to the game. And there's a, if you don't know, there's a, a bus loading dock that goes into the bottom and the bus doesn't go in there on game days. Cause there's too many people. So you got to walk and then walk down it and there's windows all on the sides and I'm walking and I got my AirPods, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be good. I'm I'm, not, I'm basically a pro right now. <laughs> and they got students on the windows light me up as soon wow. as you step off the bus. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. I, and I'll never, I'll tell a story all the time, but I, I didn't know. I didn't have a pregame routine. It was my first college game. I was like, it's a new place. What am I going to do before the games? It's like, oh, I'll go sit in the penalty box for a little bit, you know, just, just hang out. Their student sections connected right behind the penalty box. They got three thousand deep, an hour and a half <laughs> for game time. I go step out there, and oh, you wish you went here. You wish you went here. Da, da, da. <laughs> I'm in there in my Gatorade, pretending I don't hear them. I'm like, I'm out of here. Like, <laughs> not this routine is ain't for me. But that place is electric. They get minimum ten thousand a night. The place chants the whole time. They they don't sit down after they score a goal to the whistle. It's it's electric. Okay, I got a question about U and D. Everyone knows they changed their name to Fighting Hawks or whatever. Oh, yeah. Were you a fan of the the Fighting Sioux, the name and the logo? I was. I yeah. I mean, I grew up. You know, if you hear about college hockey, you hear about them, especially yeah. when younger. And my family and stuff played. I I thought it was great. But I, I, I thought it was great too. It's great, but you know, whatever happened, happened. And, I mean, they still chant it the whole game. Anyway. Yeah, they do. I know, right. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's crazy, but no, I like it a lot. So, uh, what's the best thing about Bemidji right now? I got a lot of stories about or memories about it, but best thing like about to compare. Bemidji? Yeah, jeez, the I golf know. courses. Just, you know what? I'd have to say just being like you know a veteran guy here, and I got the ins and outs of the town right now, and the town's so great, like you know, right? So mm-hmm. I can go, you know, I got if we need, someone needs a haircut, like I got a lady on on my phone I can call right now and go get a haircut. <laughs> you know, like things like that. You go to a corner bar, you say hi to the bartender, like yeah. he knows you, he'll take your order right away. You go anywhere, grocery store, there's people saying hi. There's you go to the rink, all the staff, all the maintenance people at the rink, people people think these are little people who do little jobs, but they're huge people of the program and they know you by name, you know them by name. And it's it's kind of humbling to be honest. Like I I'm really lucky to be in the position that I am. And I know I just think that the connections I've made around here are super special. Is Chuba still tending? Uh he's around, but he's not he's not bartending. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm serious. Just yeah. knew everybody knew him. Uh, oh, what man. about the, the super fan? Uh he, he has a he's called they call him Drunkerov. Is he's is, is he still around? Oh, I don't know him. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know him. I think he was around my, my time. Yeah, he was there. <laughs> yeah, super fan. He used to take off. Uh, he used to put on the other team's jerseys, and then his body would come apart, come apart, and rip he off the jersey. Off. And he just, he just put on his Bemidji State. He would walk around with the fans. Bemidji State for life. Oh. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Okay. Um. So far, right now, well, best thing about college hockey. Uh, I'd say the parody, if you know what I mean. I mean, you can win or lose on every night to anybody. It's it's so competitive. Like, there's not, obviously, you know, there's 60, 60 teams or 62 teams now, whatever you want to call it. But And, like, we've been lucky all four years I've been here. We've been inside the top 30 at least, 
in uh, the pairwise rankings and all this competition means something every single night. Like we lose, we drop a game to somebody who's below 500. That's just crushing for us. So like knowing that in the back of our head going into game, I think it's just extra motivation every single game to get up for it. Um. Okay, so you drafted the OHL. Uh, was playing major junior ever a thought, or were you always determined to play college level? That's. I haven't thought about that in a long time, but I remember when I was thinking <laughs> about it when I was about sixteen. Uh, you know what? When it first happened, I was so excited, and I think I, you know, I wanted to be that guy. You know, I got I got picked high, right? I got picked like fifty, whatever, something, and. At the time, it was like, oh, highest pick since whatever memory or something like that from Thunder Bay. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm next. You know, I'm next. Mm -hmm. But I think the realization of just, you know, you, you have to turn pro at 20 if you go major junior. Here you get to play juniors till you're 20, and then you turn pro basically in college, and then you're even more ready. So I think maturing over that 16-year-old year for me was was really eye-opening. So, But I definitely considered it. That's for sure. I, I kind of wanted to go. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I think <laughs> I got talked off the ledge a couple of times. But at that training camp was pretty important, too, because I had my dad there with me. So, Yeah, that on that yeah, on that note, what did you – how big of an influence is your dad and your uncle? Like, did they say, okay, do you want to go this way or do you want to go that way? Like, I played Bemidji State. I, I, yeah, I mean, I can't even say enough. Like, even through that OHL process, I was talking to Ted basically was, you know, acting as my agent, not calling anybody, but just giving me tips, right? Advice. Like, you, you know, you don't have to say this to this guy or you don't have to mention this, but you should mention this. Stuff like that. And then, you know, I'm having my dad around being here. Like, when I'm touring schools, I'm, I'm touring them with him, right? Him and my family. But then I can, you know, I can talk to, I can bounce stuff off of Ted because my dad's biased towards <laughs> here. Obviously, I remember, I remember, I toured, uh, I toured North Dakota, and then I toured Duluth and here, all in kind of like a three-day, four-day span. And uh, I remember this was Bemidji was the last one because we watched a game on Saturday night, and they had offered me right after the game and my dad was like great we're going we're going to bsu um, yeah i don't know i don't know, <laughs> yeah, I don't know but ted was like i talked to ted in private and he was like you you got to decide for yourself right like if bsu is right for your dad or it was right for me if it's right for you then that's your decision but if you think you know just because that weekend you know the bulldogs are north dakota would be a better spot for you then that's your decision it's your path I mean, ultimately, obviously, I chose here. I'm super comfortable. I'm super happy I did. But there was no pressure kind of from both of them, but ultimate supportive at the same time. Um, does the college uh, buy you your, your buy you sticks? And if so, what what's your flex? What's your uh, what's your go to stick? I got one here. Grab it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a jet speed guy. And every year until now they've been red, but I we finally got in the green this year. Oh, nice! Year. Oh, yeah. Not okay. bad. I got a. I go fat blade or three quarter blade, so it's a little bit fatter, just for whacking pucks you know, on the corner. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a ninety flex, but I get it extended. Yeah, C Trevor. What's that? I said C Trevor. People that choose ninety flex. <laughs> yeah. I uh, now I'm ninety, but I get it extended because I'm tall. So when I cut it down, it it 
it about evens out. It's about, I would say it's an 87, something like that. But um, square corners, fat blade, 90, double grip. That's me. Double grip, eh? Double grip, extra grip. Yeah. Uh, Trevor likes to shift his sticks down with a smooth grip. <laughs> I got no hands, yeah. so I need any yeah. advantage. Rounded corners. Get. Yeah. Rounded corners, little hands. <laughs> um, not all of us get sponsored by true equipment like Trevor does. He won an Instagram contest. Uh, what, what, oh, what kind of skates are you running? I got the, I'm in the jet speeds right now, skates, but I actually just switched them last year. I was Bauer my whole life. And then, you know, at the end of the year, we always have a, reps from each um, brand come in and they'll scan your foot and get you all sized up. And I obviously, I was like, oh, I'm going right back to Bauer. And I was trying the new skates on for that year. And I was like, these feel brutal. Like I can't get over it. But, and then I just gave the CCM guy a chance. You know, he scanned my foot. I got some gnarly bumps on my feet. So he just scanned it and showed <laughs> me how it would fit. And my art guy was like, our equipment guy was like, get them. If you don't like them, we'll just go back to the Bowers. And I was like, whatever. I tried them and I love them. I love them. How many uh, of uh, Paris skates are you allowed per year with the team? Uh, so the goal, they'll get you as many as you want, but only as much as you need. So last year, <laughs> last year I went through, last year I went through three and that was the most I've ever done or seen just because a pair broke and blocked a shot. Yeah. And they cracked. So you always have a, you always have a pair in your stall ready to go. And then you have a game pair and then that would rotate. What size skates do you fit? I'm a, I'm a 9.15. That's 9.15. <laughs> Nine point one five. Yeah, <laughs> that's too big for me, so that won't do no help if I was going to ask for a pair of skates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I can get you oh. gloves and helmets and pants, and I got enough to feed an art. I got enough to dress a Goodwill team. But really, <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, that's uh, something we can look into, Bush, because Bush wants to look like a beaver for life. So, Bush, Bush I'll send you a, I'll send you a bucket or a pair of mats, whatever, or a twig, whatever you need, whatever you need. There we go. Excellent. Okay, so Trevor and I were in a tournament last couple of Octobers ago. My guy brought in a techno playlist and uh, really was jiving with me. Trevor's a big country guy. What's on your playlist? I'm a, I'm a country guy too. I'm out a boy, out a boy guy. But I'm a, <laughs> if it's music, I'm a country guy. Yeah, but I can't do the techno stuff. We I can't either. Team who no, loves no. the techno stuff? Like we'll be, you know, ha- having the boys together, you know, having whatever, some fun, throwing the techno, and everyone's getting stinky nose. And like, what the hell? <laughs> 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 no, I'm I'm out on that. I can't I can't do the techno, but I'm a good country guy. Big question: Were you able to score Morgan Wallen tickets? Nope. No. No. I didn't even try. No, it was crazy. It was yeah. my roommate went to him in uh in Colorado. That's the only place he could get tickets to. He flew down with his old lady. They went to see him in Colorado. <laughs> I seen him last summer outside Regina and him and Hardy put on a good concert. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. sick. Hardy, oh, Hardy's a sleeper. That's a, that's my guy too. Yeah, it was pretty good. Bush doesn't like country at all. He just I, rolls his it's eyes. Not like I don't and... like it. I just he's more into like he's more into george jones like sunday morning sunday morning (laughs) crying tunes johnny johnny cash is the best of all time that's my (laughs) oh yeah he's the goat yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) um so other than a a burger from corner bar what is your go-to meal Ooh, 
So we're lucky enough every Friday and Saturday right before the game, or not right before the game, but around noon, we get a team-sponsored meal from Keith's Pizza. But it's uh, they do the pasta for us. I think that's my go-to. I think that they just do a nice bowl of chicken, chicken and pasta for us. And I think I've probably eaten 300 of them. So I got to say it's my go-to. <laughs> Christ. But if not, I would go a chicken parm from Green Mill. That's my thing. If I'm on a Sunday and I'm lazy, I don't want to cook. No. Uh, what is that one restaurant? Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Do they oh, still yeah. have that there? Oh, yeah. That's here. It's yeah. cooking around. We got to. I gotta stay lean. I gotta. I gotta skate. <laughs> They're called cheat meals, man. Yeah, like once, Bush and like I use them month, every man. day. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So this tournament in May called the Fretsa Saskamus. You're familiar yeah. with it. Um. If you get asked to play, if you're not playing in playoffs, anything. Uh. Do you think would you play in the tournament? Oh yeah. I'm in. I, yeah. I I always tell my buddies here they they say well, like are those fun like do you just score hundred goals I'm like some of these guys could play in the NHL you don't <laughs> even know it I'm like it's so fun to play because it's it's sometimes that you know you don't got to go to the rink with a I won't say it, like a purpose you know like I'm going I'm going there to you know like these guys like the guys that you play with work every day and this is their fun time mm-hmm. and when I get to go do that and go with them, it's like, this is the best thing in the world. Cause I just, you know, it's, it's the same feeling through everything. Like there's no pressure when you play <laughs> yeah. hard and then you see your buddies. Like it's like, it's the best thing in the world. I'll do it every time I get asked. Nice. Um, have you ever played in Goodwill? I have twice, twice. Yeah. Twice or no, three times. Yeah. Three times. I think both all for the long lack team. Cause Brendan Gillis lived at my house when we both played for the Kings yeah he's a long lack guy and uh he, he's man i got ricky dismoulin i'll say i'll shout to ricky <laughs> out ricky ricky's always messaging on facebook you in uh, i'm in buddy let's go <laughs> long, the 58 ice lords and the 58 generals that's what they're called okay so do you have any advice for young players coming up in the game right now yeah i mean i think technically wise technical wise i would say skating is probably the most important thing that they can work on i think skating like if you can skate you can play at any level because you can learn anything else be skating is hard to teach once once you turn 15 16 17 you know you got your thing i think if you're a good skater i think you can learn everything else and you're never you're never dead your career is never dead if you can skate because you can get taught you can you can do a lot of things if you can skate but uh path wise you know i think it's an old line, but like, go where you're wanted. Like I, I struggled with that my first couple of years in junior year. I went to probably the USHL when I was a little too young and I wasn't all that ready to play in that league. I don't, I'm, you know, I made the team, we were a good team, but I don't think I was ready to play in that league when then like go where you're going to play and develop and uh, get better as a person for sure. I think if you're in a good situation, hockey wise, you'll get better as a person automatically. Excellent advice. Hey, okay, Brad. So, so before we go, we have a little, little bit of fun. Uh, these questions here, right, they're not, right. they're not too intense, but uh, they are uh, deep within soul. Right. <laughs> Number one, yeah. baked or fried bannock. <laughs> fried. 
Okay, number two. Have you ever used a bed sheet as a curtain or a door? Oh, yeah. I think so. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> uh, number three. Have you seen Ernest Munoz live in concert? Uh, I didn't hear you on that one. Kind of... Have you ever, have you ever uh, witnessed Ernest Munoz live in concert? Nope. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now. Here's a serious one. Okay. Indian taco or bannock burger? Ooh. I'm going to go Indian taco. Oh, no. no? And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last one is jig. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you had a couple of cold ones, can you jig? Yeah. Oh, I can try my best. I think I, can, I think I can muster it up because there's no right way, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, oh, Brad, yeah. thank you so much for coming on the show. It's a really neat uh, to talk to someone. My, uh, I guess, reaching back in time for me is really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me, boys. This is really cool. Nice to see you guys and finally meet you. Yeah, yeah thanks oh, a lot. I... Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Yeah, you yeah. guys reach out if you need anything or you're going to make a trip or you want me to send something down. I'll send you guys a stick if you want or whatever you need. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we just live down the street from each other. So, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, I, yeah, shoot actually, me a text or whatever and I'll, we'll get it done. Okay. I actually, figure, I actually forgot what I wrote in the bottom of the, uh, the piano. <laughs> F, FBI. All right. I'll, I'll take a look and maybe I'll send you a picture. Yeah. yeah. A picture. yeah. If you find <laughs> it, take a picture. Or if I don't find it, I'll renew it. Yeah, <laughs> right on. Or maybe Bush and I will have to come down there and do it oh, ourselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah, bring your dollar bills. All right, yeah. man. Thanks, Brad, okay. for right. joining. Thank the you show so board. much. So, yeah. Um. Hi. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> welcome back. Uh, that was a great interview with Brad. Uh, yeah. Really enjoy these interviews with these players, and I think that's one of the main things, main reasons why we started this podcast is for players like Brad to share their stories and their experience, especially the college players. Uh, like we said earlier, Brad's yeah. currently uh, attending Bemidji State University in Bemidji, mm-hmm. Minnesota. So yep. that's awesome. Uh, this week's Res Hockey Top 5, Top 5 Retro Jerseys. Uh, NHL Ooh. came out Ooh. with 32 retro jerseys this year. Like, I don't know why Vegas... And Seattle got a retro <laughs> jersey. They just they're new to the league, right? I know. It's like especially Seattle. Like you're you're in the yeah. league for one year and you already have a retro jersey. But yeah. but uh yeah, that's uh number five. Um I don't want to hurt your feelings and I don't want you to get butt hurt. Number five is <laughs> Edmonton Oilers. Oh just uh just not just so I won't get you pissed off. It's not too bad. That was their Todd McFarlane yep. uh, logo, right? With the yep. five championships. The Oilers have won. Only five? That's it? Hmm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Are we, are we, you want to go there? No. Nope. fired. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Edmonton Oilers have a nice retro jersey. I think it was, I thought, I think it's nice and I just put it there because of you, but I don't think it's top five, but I don't want to hurt your feelings and 
You get all PO'd. So I put Edmonton Oilers at number five. Okay, number five, four for Res Hockey Top 5. Uh, retro jerseys, St. Louis Blues. I like the colors. I think it's uh, like the old school when they first came in the league in 67. Mm, yeah. They have a nice blue and yellow. It's a lighter type of blue. So it really stands out. I like that. Uh, yeah. Number three, the New Jersey Devils. Oh, that's surprising. Uh, yeah, I like, I like their colors. It's they look pretty. They look retro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for lack of a better term. Yeah, so they're pretty damn retro. That's pretty old looking jersey <laughs> that you have there. <laughs> so yeah, the New Jersey Devils has uh, some nice jerseys. So. Uh, that's number three. Number two is Colorado Avalanche. I like their oh the Rock Colorado Rockies. Yeah, that's yeah. I like I like those colors and the C for Colorado, the state, obviously. So that's uh, that's another nice one. And the number one for the Res Hockey Top Five retro jerseys, the San Jose Sharks. The San Jose Sharks. The San Jose's. San Jose. It's the Oakland Seals like sweaters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, but I'm digging it, it. Instead of the Oakland Seals, it says Sharks on it, right? Yeah. So that's like the the Reggie Leach era when he played for the Oakland Seals back in the day. So that's uh, that's my list. Right on. Uh, as you can see, I, I wasn't biased, and I didn't put Ma- Toronto Maple Leafs number one. <laughs> so you guys can't say um, uh, I always pick the Leafs. Yeah. So, do you are you a fan of retro jerseys, like alternate jerseys? I like the alternate jersey. I don't know. I like them. Once no, in a while, I'll change it up. They're the only one I didn't like was the New York Islanders, like that uh, the captain one. Oh, yeah. I didn't like that one. So other like uh, the other ones are pretty cool, but. I wouldn't get a lease one though. Retro jersey. They come out with one every year, so you're just like buying a new one every year. Um last week we did a top five, I mean top four uh imports for if you want to take a make a res tourney team. And we got a lot of good positive yeah. comments and responses for our imports. Um some some players even put made their own own import yeah, list. That was kind of neat to see. And they put themselves on. So yeah, Bush, of course. You gotta do that. You should have said that well, there's me. Well, that's what you know, the four others, because it'll be me and Jesse on defense, right? That's all you need. Although you didn't say like you had to choose a doves, I would have chose Dove and Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> I know I pulled a quick one. Eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh so for this week we have um Bush and I are gonna be picking for females players yep. who we would pick if we were making a female team and we were picking imports. So uh and again, full disclosure. There's have, a lot of women playing in the NCAA. There's a lot of women playing in the CIAU that a lot of good know. players. There's a lot of good, good players. players. Yeah. And, we we're sorry if we don't pick you. Yeah, and there's not... lots of good players that aren't playing the college level hockey. That that they're just out there playing the rest tournaments that are 
equally or if not better good we just don't know you we just don't we haven't seen you and we're just picking eight that's it, it we, we yeah. can probably pick a whole team if we wanted to but oh, we, yeah. we're just bush and i are just picking four each so since you went first last week i'll go first this week okay my first import would be from sue st marie michigan she's a player on uh, team usa abby rock that'd be my first one that's an excellent pick thank you my uh okay since we're gonna go bat for bat my my pick would be uh team canada olympian and a show like flyer miss bridget laquette that was a good pick um since i have a ford i would go f- former guest of the show team canada gold Olymp- gold medal olympic winner Jocelyn the rock oh that's nice Okay, what am I doing here? Well, if we're gonna go for uh, you, you just picked a goalie, correct? No, I Jocelyn's a defenseman. I know. I'm, I'm I'm just thinking. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna go a goalie. I gotta go with our friend Chantel Bork. Yeah, Freddie uh, goalie. If you don't Not, know no, who she Freddy is, goalie. she played for uh, team Team Sage at the Fred Sasaskin yeah. tournament. Yeah, she. Uh, she played at Penn State University, so she's a D1 mm-hmm. goalie. Um, that was a good pick. Uh, met her father my... talking, watching her. Really, really nice man. Really, oh, good. yeah, we he, met she her... had some, He had some good stories, and awesome. we met her grandparents, and her grandparents yeah. were really nice people. We just happened to be standing in the corner and <laughs> watching their game. Uh, Team Sage yep. against Cross Lake, and her yeah. grandparents came, stood beside us. Her father came and stand with the stood with us mm-hmm. and we had a very good conversation we talked throughout the game and really nice people yeah okay my third pick uh another former guest of the show victoria bach i'll pick yep. me okay um okay i'm gonna not really change it up but because her father she's sticking up for her father with the hockey hair and i at the time i had a good flow going on i gotta go with sydney Sydney, Sydney Daniels. Daniels. Oh yeah. yeah, that's a good pick. Um, and this is um for a player that not too many people are familiar with. Uh, she's playing um D one hockey in the states. She is from Alberta. We had her uncle on the show, uh, Taz Thompson. Oh yeah, we had her uncle Jeremy on the show. So. She's uh yeah, Taz is currently playing uh division one college hockey in the US, so that would be my fourth pick. Okay. Who's your last pick, Bush? You know what? You don't want to say, oh, my last pick is you know, it just it's, Oh, you, you know what I you mean. What yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm just trying to for our listeners, it's just it's not like fourth you know, it's not like to oh yeah my last pick i gotta go with the another guest of the show um taylor hall aka taylor tom taylor tom, yeah. <laughs> i can't believe i still called her taylor hall <laughs> yeah, I know. that's hilarious that's a good pick yeah so well, these are all good these are all great picks. Every, yeah. everyone every every pick's good so my pick is jocelyn abby v and taz and who are your picks? I got Bridget, 
Chantal, Sydney, and Taylor. Those are good picks. Yep. I didn't even think to pick a goalie. So, yeah, those are uh-huh. those are uh, good it, players. It can happen when you're not it, picking a goalie. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, those are awesome picks. So, uh, so yeah. Um, I'm thinking. Anything else before uh, you want to mention anything else um, before we take off? Oh, I want to say something. I just want to say congratulations to Team Canada for winning the World University gold medal. Who was goalie? Um, former guest of the show, Roddy Ross, was yeah. one of the goalies for Team Canada. Um, I watched that game. Did you watch that game on TSN? No, I did not. It was pretty good that Canada walked all over the U.S. Um, Team Canada had seven or eight uh, NHL draft picks, so they uh, they were a good team. They mm-hmm. just ran over the U.S. Um, with the announcer commutator was saying that the NHL draft pick uh, players they all wanted to go to school, get their education first, then play uh, minor league hockey. And- try to make their way to the show which is really smart that's good yeah get your education first before mm-hmm. i mean if you still want to play pro hockey that's that's just go to school then play pro hockey which is it which is smart so it was it's good it was good to hear that that the announcer mentioned that but uh us team usa had all division three players and they were they were doing pretty well compared to playing against the U Sports, where mm-hmm. U Sports is mostly major junior players. So it was it was good to see and good to see Roddy Ross winning the gold. So we're happy yep. for Roddy and congratulations, Team Canada. Anything else before we uh, skedaddle for the week? Um, I'm good. Uh, good luck to all the teams and players participating. In the Winterfest and Brandon Manitoba, the coordination Winterfest coming weekend. This coming weekend in Brandon, yep. Manitoba. Uh, have fun out there. Uh, yeah, it's big. Um, I'm, it's with I don't with these teams like the Open Men's. It's it's not play for your community. It's just play no. for whoever picks you up. So. There's like Sioux Valley, Round Lake Bears. They'll have a good team. Sioux Valley will have a good team. KC Canadians, Peguis, War Chiefs, Res Kings, mm-hmm. Norway House, Flying Feathermen, Lane Stars, Cross Lake Selects, and Peguis Mohawks. So good luck to those teams. And it's, I wonder if it's going to be like broadcast or streamed online. Uh, I don't know. Probably not. But, uh, yeah, good luck to all the teams and players and all the minor minor hockey kids who are yeah. playing. So uh so yeah, have a good weekend and play hard, skate hard and play with respect and respect your teammates yep. and opposition. So uh is that it for the week? I think that's it. All right, guys, thanks for joining us for episode 71. I'm Trevin with me is Bush and uh we will see you next week. Yeah, Peace. we will. Peace.